Welcome to St. Stephen's Chapel's Bible Study Podcast with your host, Pastor Manny Alanese. Join us as we spend a few minutes going through the entire Bible verse by verse. For more information and to support us financially, visit our website at saintstephenschapel.org. That's Saint, S-A-I-N-T, Stevens, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S, chapel.org. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to St. Stephen's Chapel Bible Study Podcast. Do you have five to no more than 10 minutes to study God's Word? Of course you do. So stay focused on what's being discussed. You may have to listen to these studies more than once. We would ask you to share these Bible study podcasts with others, even post them on your social media. Now join us as we come into the presence of His glory. Let us pray. Lord God, help us to know your ways. Teach us your paths. Lead us in your truth and teach us for you are the God of our salvation. For you, we wait all day long through Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. Today, we're going to continue our study in the New Testament Gospel of St. John, chapter 2, verses 1 through 11, the wedding at Cana. Hear ye now the word of the Lord. On the third day, there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus was also invited to the wedding with his disciples. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does that have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. The mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jugs there for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. So they took it. When the master of the feast tasted the water, now become wine, he did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew. The master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and when people have drank freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This, the first of his signs, Jesus did at Cana in Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. This is the word of God. Last time we left off after Jesus repelled his mother's request with a minor rebuke. Had Jesus complied with her request, it could have led to an abomination against God called Mary worship. This is when people are misled in thinking that their prayers will be answered if they go to Jesus' mother, who would then go to Jesus on their behalf with their petitions. Mary worship is a deception by Satan to take our focus off of Christ and move it to someone or something else to hear more about this Listen to our previous five-minute Bible study lesson. Today, we're picking up at the end of verse 4, where Jesus says, My hour has not yet come. This saying occurs over and over in this gospel. As a rule, the coming of his hour is a reference to the beginning of Jesus' passion. 
his suffering and death, which comes to a climax in chapter 13, verse 1, where we're told that Jesus' hour to depart the world has come. However, my hour has not yet come. Here in this passage is a statement by Jesus clearly stressing that he and not his mother must determine the timetable of his ministry. In verse 5, we see something interesting that can be misinterpreted by the casual reader. After listening to her son, Jesus' mother shows true obedience to her son when she realizes what Jesus is saying to her. The theologian makes the observation that her request, her question related not to the relative duties of mankind, but to his divine power. In other words, when Jesus' mother understood that she may have crossed the line imposing on Jesus not what a relative or family member would do in this situation, but imposing on his divine power. Jesus' mother clearly acquiesces and complies in her submission to Christ. She basically then withdraws from the situation, telling the servants who apparently were with her to do whatever he tells you. She realizes that she has no authority here. She recognizes, as we too must realize, that Jesus will do according to his own pleasure whatever is right. If we desire anything from Jesus, we will not obtain our wishes unless we depend solely upon him and him alone. Do not commit heresy and go to an angel, to a saint, or even Jesus' mother to bring forth your petition, your prayer. Jesus Christ invites you, us, to come directly to him, for he has paved the way for us to do this with his blood. Many people have heard or have been taught something very different, but unfortunately, it is not from Holy Scripture. This is why we must read and study the Word of God found in the Bible. Listen, my beloved friends, I do realize that this can be extremely challenging, but this is divine truth, and we have still not completed this passage. Next time, we'll look at the miracle that is the first sign Jesus performed that will manifest his glory, and his disciples will believe in him. Please take a moment to reflect and meditate on the Word of God. Seek to apply what you have learned in our passage today to your life. Put your hope in Jesus Christ, for there is salvation in no one else. We'll continue next time. Until then, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Amen. You've been listening to Manny Alanese, pastor at St. Stephen's Chapel. For more information and to support us financially, visit our website at ststephenschapel.org. That's Saint, S-A-I-N-T, Stevens, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S, chapel.org. Now from Manny and the entire St. Stephen's Chapel family, thank you for your prayers. And join us next time as we seek to glorify God verse by verse.